Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible, we're going to turn to Deuteronomy 31st chapter, verse 8. I give honor to my pastor, Pastor Robinson, a man of God, a man of vision. So thankful for him, for his leadership. We're blessed here. So thankful for Brother Carson. Amen. Man of God. Wow. Wisdom. Loves worship. Loves the word. So thankful for Brother Parnell. His years of service. and The commitment and the sacrifice and the investment. So thankful for our youth pastor. Brother Mike. Don't we have a wonderful youth pastor? Amen. I don't plan to keep you very long today. It is... 10.30. Hopefully you'll be out here in a few minutes on your way to lunch. And It's a beautiful day outside. Amen. God's been so good to us. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 8. And the Lord, he it is that doeth go before thee. He will be with thee. And he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. So fear not, neither be dismayed. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Many of you can quote this. Jesus Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Woo. Said, don't worry. He goes before you. And he'll be with you. And he won't fail you. And he won't forsake you. So fear not. Don't be dismayed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God then will be the same God tomorrow. And that same God is the God that's here right now in this place in this moment I'd like to talk to you for a few moments on it's always been you it's always been you lift up your hands and your voices to the heavens today father we love you we want you to fill the room today god i pray you give strength and encouragement to somebody's spirit in this house lord move and speak and have your way in jesus name we thank you for your faithfulness In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I remember one day in prayer, the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, it's me. And I responded, it's you? And he said, it's me. And I said, God, what what do you mean? What are you saying? And he said, it's always been me. Mm. And without him ever giving me context for that, something began to resonate in my spirit. And quickly my demeanor changed and thoughts began to flood my mind. And I realized, it's you, God. It was you that kept my heart beating and it was you God that kept the air flowing in and out of my lungs 
It was you that in the midst of all my wreckage reached down and saved me. And he said again, it was me. And then he said, it's always been me. Oh God, it's always been you. From the very start, from the very beginning, God, it was always you. Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I began to look back over the years in my life and all of a sudden I began to see him. I began to see his fingerprints in my life. I see him in places I never saw him before. I see him now in situations that I never realized he was there in before. But there he was the whole time. There he was. It was you, Lord. It was always you. Down in the valley, you picked me up. Lost in the wilderness, you led me home. Alone in the dark, but you shined the light. Broken and bruised, but you recovered me. It's always been you, Jesus. Oh, I was hopeless, but you gave me hope. And I was worthless, but you gave me value. I was nothing, but you said I was something. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And you can fill in the blanks just the same. I was this, but you. I was this, but you. I was lost, but you found me. I was an outcast, but you took me in. I was sick, but you were my remedy. I was a sinner, but you forgave me. And that's the reason why I sing. That's the reason why I shout. Because I realize it's always been him. It's always been Jesus. Lift up your hands and your voices. Hallelujah. Oh, that's it, that's it, that's it. I was empty, but you filled me. I was hungry, but you sustained me. I was thirsty, but you satisfied me. I was faithless, but you had faith in me. I was falling, but you caught my fall. My sin was expensive, but you paid the cost. I was bound, but you gave me freedom. I was dead, but you brought me back to life. It's you, Jesus. It's you, Lord. It's always been. I see your fingerprints. I see you there. I see you there. And I know you're here. And I know you're now. And I know you'll be there tomorrow. You won't leave me now. It's always been you. Over and over again. He's been there, defying the odds, proving that nothing that appears impossible truly is impossible. Nothing that looks too big really is too big. No, he'll always find a way for you. And so I can stand and I can shout loud with no reservation. Let the night come and let the wind blow. Let the storms thunder. Let the ocean tide rise. Because no matter what comes against me, no matter what comes against you, just as he has in the past, he's going to do it again. He will be right there with you again. It's always been you.
for that. I can, I can say let the battle begin and let the enemy arise and let the war be fought because no matter what comes against me, just as he has in the past, he'll fight for me again. So let the doctor's report tell you what they find. Let them tell you what the statistics say. Let them give you the timetables and let them share with you all their knowledge about the human body. But no matter what comes against you, we know the creator of the human body. I know the designer of every organ, of every blood cell in this body. And just as he has in the past, he's going to heal once again. Just like he did in the past, he's going to come through and touch your body again. Why? Because it's always been him. Because it's always been him. Lift your hands, your voices all across the room. chapter 3 verse 22 it is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not they are new every morning somebody say great is thy faithfulness one of the most amazing one of the coolest things about God is that for some reason, he is faithful to me. I don't understand. But he's faithful to me. This king eternal is God of holiness, who's above all comprehension, the one that lives outside of time. As we sung, he strung the sun and the moon and the stars in existence. The one who formed the galaxies. I don't know about you, but I can't quite understand what it is about me. That the God of everything we see and everything we don't see would reach his hand down from glory. Would reach his hand down from heaven in our time of trouble, our time of distress. And say, I am faithful to you. I don't get it. I... When I try to take a retrospective look at myself and I try to imagine what God could see in me, I, I immediately am drawn to my imperfections. All I see are my past mistakes. I see no reason why the God of everything good would want anything to do with someone like me. Why the God of everything perfect, the God of everything true would for some reason remain faithful to me. As the songwriter put it, great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. And great is 
thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. And all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. And great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. And the other verses, summer and winter, springtime and harvest, the sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness mercy and love verse 3 pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thy own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings all mine with 10,000 beside hey it's him and it's always been him yesterday today and tomorrow he's faithful Oh, somebody bless him because he's faithful. Somebody bless him because he's faithful. When I consider the faithfulness of God, I liken it to the morning sun. Nothing can stop it. It is faithful to rise. Till the day of Jesus Christ, the sun will continue to rise every morning. While clouds may fill the air and rain will pour, while snow will fall and storms will come, the morning sunrise, it can't be stopped. It will always be there. You may not always see it. You may not always feel it, but you can rest assured when you wake up tomorrow, the sun's going to be there while the sun may always be there. In one season, the sun might be more bright, vivid, and warm than in another season. It could be cloudy, chilly, or a winter wind might rise race across your arm. But nevertheless, if you look above the clouds, you're going to see the sun is still there. It still remains. I want you to know that's the faithfulness of God. You may not see it. You may not feel it. Somebody get excited with me today. You may not know it's there. Oh, but he's faithful. Oh, but he's there. Oh, his hand is ready to catch you behind the clouds, behind the storm. There's faithfulness. Oh, thank you, Lord. It's always been you. His faithfulness, it's like the morning sun, that it's constant. It doesn't stop. It can't be slowed. It can't be tossed out of balance. You can't mess it up. You can just rest assured in the thought that his faithfulness will always be there. It's him. It's him. It was him. It's been him. It's him now, and it's him tomorrow. His faithfulness can't be affected by circumstance or situation, regardless of what's transpiring in your life. Even when wind is blowing and storm is raging, his faithfulness doesn't waver. And you've come too late to tell me otherwise. You've come too late to calm me down. You've come too late to try to shut me up because you don't know like I know 
what he's done for me. You don't know like I know where he came out from behind the clouds when I thought it was all over. But here he comes with hands of mercy, hands of grace, faithfulness. Lift your hands, lift your voices all across the room. you for your faithfulness I don't deserve it but you're faithful I'm almost done around six years ago Whitney and I began to talk about having a baby the doctor told Whitney that due to an issue in her body it's gonna be very difficult to carry a baby full term. The doctor said, prepare yourselves for continual miscarriages with the possibility of never having kids. One night after a powerful service, my best friend, who is now the discipleship pastor at MPC, the church we came from, and he came up to me and he told me without any knowledge of what we were talking about and any knowledge of what was going on in our world, And he said, the Lord told me to tell you, Whitney is healed. So, thank you, Lord. So, her and I thanked God. We believed it. And we claimed it. I didn't tell my friend what the doctor had said. He had no idea what was going on. A few months later, I came home from work. Whitney surprised me with a gift. I thought it was a pumpkin roll. I don't know why. But I was excited. I thought it was a pumpkin roll. I opened up the gift and it was a shirt. It took me a minute to realize what it said. I noticed the Superman logo kind of thing. Then under it, it said, Dad. And Whitney was pregnant. It's awesome. Thank you, Lord. And so we had told our immediate families, but that was it. That was all who knew. And weeks go by, and it's shortly before we were going to announce it to the church when on a Tuesday night, I was serving as associate pastor at MPC in Medora, and I was preaching that evening, and I had been reading and praying for a word for the service, but I just couldn't get any direction at all. None leading up to the day and then the the day of. I just couldn't hear what the Lord wanted me to say. Our midweek service was scheduled to start at 7 p.m. And then at 5 o'clock, something hit my spirit. Then all of a sudden, words came flooding into my mind. I wrote them as quickly as I could. And, and And I wrote the main part of this message in a weird way. It was a poem of declaration, basically. It's not a normal format for a sermon. But it was what the Lord was putting in my spirit for that night. And I knew this is what had to be said. It was right before service. It was right after our pre-service meeting. About five minutes before church started. Our team was making their way to their platform. And I walked around the corner about to walk onto the platform, and my mother-in-law comes to me. 
And she says, it's Whitney. And I'm taking her to the emergency room. And my heart dropped. And immediately I knew this had to do with the baby. Remember, Whitney's not supposed to be pregnant. We're told to prepare for miscarriages. But how do you prepare for this? She's high risk. There was a complication that happened right before service, and I promise fear gripped my heart. My father-in-law, who's lead pastor, he wasn't there that night. He was out of town preaching. It was two minutes before church at this point, and I couldn't ask anybody else to take over the service. Nobody else knew she was pregnant. So my mother-in-law went with Whitney, and I had to stay and preach to the people. In the back of my mind, the whole service, I'm worried about the baby. With fear that we could be losing our child, covered in worry, feeling hopeless, in the middle of uncertainty, not knowing what's about to happen or what's going on. I didn't want to be there that night. I couldn't be with my wife. Nobody knew she was pregnant and I was going to lose the baby. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be here. I knew God gave me a word at 5 p.m. that I needed to preach, though. God, you told me she was healed. So service went on, and it was time for the word. And so the Lord brought the text back to me, and I began to read Psalm 23. And all of a sudden, things started to make sense why this word needed to be said today. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul, and he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. And thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. And surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's like, oh God, wow. Five o'clock, that's where you want to meet. And then the message. I began to read it. It was unusual. It was an unusual message for an unusual moment. At 5 p.m., when God put in my spirit these thoughts, I don't normally write a message this way. I don't normally preach it like a poem. But that's what the majority of the message was. Then I began to read it. Finding emotions, my voice cracking. I began to to let the Lord move. and, And he started to minister. But guess what? He started to minister to me. And this is what it was. We do not walk this path alone. We do not walk through the valley of death on our own. We're led by our strong God. Endued with courage, we follow our leader through the night. With faith, we fear no evil. We are protected from the snare of this world because our strong God is with us. And we do not walk this path 
alone. He leads us out of the darkness and into the freedom of his light. He keeps us safe when we walk by the still and mysterious waters. And come what may, we will not be afraid. Let the storm come. Let the wind blow. Let the enemy strike. We will not be afraid. Our strong God holds us in his hands. And we do not walk this path alone. He knows what we need before we ever need it. He's the drink when we thirst. He's the manna when we hunger. He's the breath within our lungs and the strength when we grow weary. Our strong God lifts us up. We do not walk this path alone. He's the source of life. He's the hope in all situations. He's who goes before us. He's who resides on the side of us. He is who protects us from the back and he covers us from the top. Our strong God is our refuge and safety in the valley of death. We do not walk this path alone. The enemy trembles at the thought of him. He anoints my head in the presence of those who he has conquered. Devils live and fear in death is defeated by the power of our strong God. We do not walk this path alone. There's no reason to worry. No reason to fret. He's the author of man's story. He's the writer of the beginning, the middle, and the ending. He's the strong God creator of it all and we do not walk this path alone chains are shattered lifted above the heads of the captives strongholds are torn down as the free run from the prisons that held them the strong God is the God of freedom and we do not walk this path alone broken hearts restored the weak in spirit is revived the diseased and sick are healed the dead is resurrected our strong God is restoration for the heart the spirit and the body we do not walk this path alone we are the sheep of his pasture and the apple of his eye he loves us he cares for us he's jealous over us we are to him what he is to us he is our everything we are his everything his blood still flows from a weathered cross our strong God is unconditional love and we do not walk this path alone our strong God is undefeated in battle he will never lose he can't lose so we shout today the name of our strong God Jesus 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 we sing till we can't sing anymore we dance till we can't dance anymore we shout till we can't shout anymore our strong God is victorious now and forever we do not walk this path alone What I didn't know that night was the sermon he gave me to preach at 5 o'clock was a reminder to the preacher that the same God who was faithful yesterday is the same God who's going to be faithful today. Somebody lift your hands, your voices. Understand you don't walk alone. Oh, and the baby. From that night on, we had no more complications. The baby is now five years old. Ruby Ellison is doing just fine. My God. Can you put up, Brother Brian, the first picture? This is the night in the emergency room. Everything was okay. Here's when we announced our miracle. Can you put up picture two? And there she is, 
my miracle. There she is. What the doctor said. You don't walk this path alone. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voices. He's faithful. He was faithful yesterday. And he's going to be faithful tomorrow. Oh, that's it. You've come too late to tell me he's not going to be faithful. You've come too late to tell me that there isn't a God. You've come too late to tell me he's not doing miracles. It was him. It's always been him. And it will always be him. Stand with me all across the room. Hands lifted to the heavens. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's awesome. Voices being lifted. Somebody needs reminded today. He's faithful to you. He's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you through. It's going to be okay. You can't convince me he's not going to heal me when I call the name of Jesus. Don't try to tell me there isn't power in the name anymore. Don't try to tell me nothing happens when I say the name of Jesus. And you know what I think? I think there are others in the room who feel the same way. Don't try to tell Brother Carson that God isn't a provider. I remember being, being a little one. And hearing Brother Carson and Sister Carson talk about their evangelist stories. When they didn't have any groceries. And all of a sudden somebody knocked on the door. And said the Lord told me to bring you this. And it was everything they needed. Don't tell Brother Carson that God doesn't provide. Don't tell Sister Gibbs that you can't be healed. Don't tell Sister Justice that he hasn't been faithful over the years. It's always been, it's always been you, God. It's always been and it will forever. 